Bob Sam Mitchell, and this is Thundercast. On this episode, we'll be interviewing our English night teacher here at Eastern Green. So how are you doing today, Mrs. Bartlett? I'm doing great, Sam. How are you? I am wonderful. So my first question is to you is, what does teaching mean to you? Well, teaching has been, was always my dream. I decided long ago when I was in fourth grade that I wanted to be a teacher. And then because of the positive influence of my sixth grade teacher, I chose to become an English teacher. And it is just a wonderful experience that I've had having been a teacher all, all of these years. And you, I bet you've had a lot of students over the years, haven't you? Yeah, and uh, one of the most exciting things is to be able to have children of former students and to see that family connection. I, I just enjoy that. I'm glad you do. So how did you get into teaching, and why here? Why at Eastern Green? Well, whenever I first started at Eastern, I actually did my student teaching here many years ago, and I enjoyed the experience, and um, I did need to remain in the area because of family connections. I was helping to take care of a grandfather who had helped to send me through college, and so I needed to be in the area, and so I just waited for a job to open up, and... The superintendent at Eastern called me and offered me the job, and I was ecstatic. Wow, that's awesome. Well, what do you like about it here exactly? What do you think is so awesome? Not awesome. um, What do you like about here compared to other schools? Well, I've only taught at Eastern, but what I especially enjoy is the fact that we're in a small community. Um, It's easy to get to know all of the kids who are here. And I like the connection among friends and family. Okay, that, that seems wonderful. So I know you in your classroom you teach different things, but some students may not understand the stuff you teach. Can you explain to me the strategies you use to help students with something they don't understand? Well, I, use, I encourage students to use visualization a lot. Um, if you remember, sometimes I have them do kind of strange things, such as <laughs> memorizing that. the, you know, what kind of sentence. The squirrel sentence. Um, I've had them stand up and do a little bit of a dance in order to remember um, English rules, that kind of thing, such as infinitives to infinitive and beyond. And uh, it just helps us to memorize some of those points. And I'd like to think that the kids enjoy the sense of humor that we share at that point. Yeah, my I still remember a sentence to the left and a sentence to the right. So it helpfully had definitely helped me. Exactly for compound sentences. Yes, it definitely helped me. So you teach a lot of stuff. What do you enjoy teaching the most? Well, I enjoy. Of course, I love grammar. To me, grammar has always been a game. But I know students don't get too excited about grammar. Um, I enjoy the discussion that goes along with being able to understand what students have read and being able to interpret that and being able to apply that to their own decision making. Wow, that that really seems amazing. So so if you weren't teaching, what else would you do if you weren't teaching? I'd be doing something with children and also church work. I've always enjoyed doing that and um, I love being around older people. so something involved with just helping helping people out. So just something involving like with helping people. Mm-hmm. That seems amazing. Thank I you. I would I would do that myself if I could. I'm sure you would. 
So, in your classroom, we do speeches, a lot of speeches. Uh, some speeches, I guess. Right. One one is required per grading period, possibly an extra one. Yeah, but why are they important in your eyes? Well, I think public speaking allows students to build their sense of self-confidence. It makes them feel as if they have the ability to share their ideas with others. And if they don't practice it here at school, I believe it's much tougher for them to get out on the job or to go to college without having had the experience. I got you. I mean, that's what we need speaking for. Otherwise, we wouldn't, we'd be thinking we're speaking to someone else, like our best friends all the time. Right. And we come to school to learn something new and to build new skills. We don't come here just to do what we've always done. And so I know it's a challenge for students, but I firmly believe, and I've had this supported by business people, friends of mine who have businesses um, who say that they appreciate the fact that I do have students do speeches. I appreciate it. I feel like I speak better after I've done those speeches. Way to go, Sam. Thank you. So as um, you not only teach English, you teach journalism too. How did you get started with the yearbook? Well, actually, when I was a junior in high school, I was asked to join the yearbook staff, and then my senior year, I was asked to be editor. I was sent to IU to the High School Journalism Institute, and that was t- that took place during the summertime, and I ended up receiving a scholarship that was associated with teaching journalism, so I've always loved it, and I've stuck with it. That's good. I, I enjoyed making the yearbook when I was in a member of your journalism class. Right. We have, we become like a family. We do. We become close. Mm-hmm. Very, very close. So what are the, I know I went through it, but I want you to explain me what were the steps to make the yearbook. Well, we start off with some, some actually kind of strange talk as far as trying to think up a theme. And every year we do a lot of brainstorming. We throw out a lot of ideas that are kind of silly, kind of crazy. But eventually we land on a good idea. Once we have a theme, that gives us an idea of how we can design our cover. I'm very proud of the fact that our covers for many, many years have been uniquely designed by our staff. And they're all very unique. And once we have the cover design in mind, then we also are able to figure out artwork for the content in the book, and we make the decision about how to write our copy, what kinds of stories, and so on. Yeah, I, 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 ours was really good, but my favorite I saw on your shelf when you were showing us was the Game of Life one. That was pretty amazing. Right. I think that was the most unique one you've done. We've been inspired by many things. One time we were inspired just by a textbook that was on the shelf. Another time we were inspired, we were inspired by Greece. We had a yearbook that had a Thunderbird car on the front and a student wearing a leather jacket leaning against the Thunderbird. Um, So, we, we've been lucky to get good inspiration. Wow. Next thing you'll know, be inspired by a wall. Who knows? Who knows? Right. <laughs> so this one, okay, before I ask, answer this, I don't want you to take this question personally, so please don't. But how does, how does having a structured classroom help you teach your students? The 
students, I think, end up knowing how seriously I take my work. And when my classroom is structured, it allows students to know that they can concentrate, that um, the classroom is a place for them to learn, not to goof off. And I believe that they have respect for that. They might not always enjoy it, um, being in a setting where they have to be extra polite, that kind of thing, but I think it's good for all of us. I think so, too. And I think, and when I was in your classroom, I felt like it was a safe zone, sort of. I certainly hope that's the way it appears, yes. Okay, so you've had a lot of students. What have students taught you during your teaching career? Oh, my goodness. Um, Sometimes I get very upset whenever I think about what people outside the school system, such as our legislators, have to say about schools because they really don't understand what our kids experience. Um, I've had students who have had to grow up very quickly and have had to assume family responsibilities. Um, Many times it's been heartbreaking. And um, I've so admired the strength of students to deal with what they have to deal with and still take care of wanting to stick to getting a good education. So you can respect education and take care of their family. Right, right. That's, that's, pretty, that's, pretty, that's pretty amazing. So outside of school, what do you enjoy to do? I love to read. And I have a granddaughter who is now three years old. And I love spending time with her. We read lots of books together. And I think I could sit for hours and just watch her. It's, she's just so entertaining. She's just like my uh, four-year-old cousin, basically. Probably. <laughs> okay, so can you explain um, how schools and education have changed over the years of your teaching career? Because you've been teaching for a long time. So. Right. Um, this is my 38th year of teaching. Either 38 or 39. Got to check that. But anyway, um, over the years, I've seen differences in, in the fact that students, especially whenever it comes to presentations and speeches and so on, they seem less confident. And um, I don't know if it's because they don't take advantage of the opportunities of speaking out, but um, I think that's been a big change. Um, It used to be that I would never have a student who would be reluctant to want to do an assignment such as a speech, but these days, every once in a while, I will have a student who will say, I just can't do it, and I feel for them, but yet at the same time, I am pretty positive that it's a good thing for them. I do. I mean, I never miss a speech, and I feel like sometimes, though, do you think sometimes they'll use it as excuses? Well, probably. Probably. Darn shame on them. (laughs) So why do you think education, though, is important to society? Like, why do you think we need it? Well, I think for a lot of people, education is a way out of circumstances that are negative. Education allows them to have opportunities, and that is one of the most exciting aspects of getting a good education because your opportunities are just opened up. And it can help us. It can help us grow, I feel like, in a way. Right. So this is my last question, I promise. 
What is the most rewarding thing and be and the most difficult thing about being a teacher in your eyes? One of the most difficult things is having to deal with legislation that sometimes is proposed by people who do not have the experience of being in the classroom. The most rewarding experiences are connected with students who learn to communicate well and who learn to treat one another with respect. Um, That's always been very important to me that kids be respectful and um, be to be kind and I've seen a lot of that with a majority of the students that I've seen over the years and I absolutely love seeing students who have graduated they become parents and I'm just so proud of the fact that they have wanted to be successful. Do you think your sometimes kids being in your classroom could help them I don't know change I guess is the way to say it do you mean change themselves or change change the world change change themselves like they went from being this don't this punk I guess is the way to say it to being this now who wants to succeed I guess well and that happens too because of maturity I've had a lot of students who by the time they get to be seniors or by the time they've moved on after graduation they've had to deal with enough life experiences that they reach the point when they realize, hey, school wasn't so bad, and um, if I took advantage of it, that's going to be something that will continue to help me. Definitely, definitely. I can, I can occur with that. Well, I think we're done here, and I appreciate you doing this. You are an amazing human being. Thank you, Sam. So are you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Thundercast. Please tune in for our next episode coming very soon. If you have any suggestions or comments, please email us at thundercast at egreen.k12.in.us. You can subscribe to hear every episode of Thundercast on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Podbean. All content in this podcast is property of Houston Green School Corporation and may not be used without express rent permission or rights reserved.